Hi, it's Nick. Welcome back to another episode of The Breathing 411. Let's jump straight into this week's four thoughts. The first one is breathing to reduce negative emotions. And here's a quote. In view of the close association between respiration, autonomic nervous system activity, and emotions presented, it is apparent that individuals possess the ability to alter emotional states using the voluntary control of breathing and mindset, end quote. And that is from a paper published in 2015 titled Self-Regulation of Breathing as a Primary Treatment for Anxiety. And that is a mind-blowing statement, right? That we have the ability to alter emotional states using the voluntary control of breathing and mindset. Amazing. And over the years, honestly, the most, you know, I talk a lot about things like HRV and blood pressure, all this stuff, but really the most rewarding benefit of my breath practice personally has been better mental health. And so this paper helps explain why. What they propose is that slow breathing alters cell excitability. So it like alters the membrane potential of cells. Um, and, th- uh, and this occurs because slow breathing activates the parasympathetic nervous system. And then overall, this makes you physiologically less susceptible to negative emotions. So think about how crazy that is, right? That we're actually, when we breathe slowly, we activate that parasympathetic branch. We're actually changing cell membranes and making ourselves physiologically less capable of experiencing negative emotions. That makes sense from my experience, like especially right after the practice, you feel just happy, right? And you're you're joyous and you look around and things are better in life. So uh, that's just su- such a neat description of it. Um, yeah, so if you're interested, I have tons more details in the Learning Center. I just released a Science 411 on this paper, but really just slow breathing gets you there, you know, change your uh, cell membrane potentials and improve your emotional health. Okay, with that, let's move on to thought number two, how to let go. Brush your teeth and heal. And here's a quote. Try to think of the practice as you would the daily ritual of brushing your teeth. Let your body heal itself without the interference of mind-generated doubts, criticisms, and appraisals. You wouldn't critique your tooth brushing, so don't analyze this exercise either. End quote. And that is Herbert Benson, MD, from Timeless Healing. And so... You know, whether it's breathing, meditation, yoga, you know, whatever wellness practice there is, a reoccurring theme I always hear, right, is that we need to let go of expectations. We need to simply perform the exercises without judgment because judgment and self-appraisals, things like this, will only take away from their healing potential. So that sounds awesome, right? It's really easy to say, but it's really, really, really hard to do if you live in the world today and you're used to analyzing everything, right? So that's why I love this analogy. Each time we find ourselves judging our practice, we can just think to ourselves, right? You wouldn't critique your toothbrushing, so don't analyze this exercise either. Then just go back to your practice. Simple yet extremely powerful And as always, these uh, notes, uh, these little thoughts are a note to myself because I'm constantly judging my practice. Why does my breath feel this way? Why is it going this way? And so uh, these are little reminders to myself to not be so hard. All right, let's move on to thought number three. Oh, this one's awesome. Okay, the power of breathing in everyday life. This is a rather long quote, but I think it's worth it. Here it is, quote. Breath training not only results in extraordinary wisdom and realization, 
but also results in ordinary worldly wisdom. When we have the qualities of calm and relaxation in body, speech, and mind, we are able to accomplish more and with better design plans. We make clear and thoughtful decisions and have more harmonious relationships. We avoid doing things that are at odds with our personal goals and integrity and do not sabotage our own growth. We avoid making impulsive decisions or speaking impulsive words, ones that we may regret later. When we lack chaos on the inside, the world outside reflects our sense of inner harmony, end quote, and that is Anyan Rinpoche and Allison Zangmo from the Tibetan Yoga of Breath, and that is just insane and a perfect description of how a consistent breathing practice can help us in our everyday lives in super meaningful yet, you know, often immeasurable, right, ways, like you can't measure that it you how you know how much you avoided an impulsive decision or or you know speaking words you may regret regret later. So these are all things I have noticed go up exponentially in my life over the past you know x number of five seven five to seven years. I've been doing some sort of breathing or meditation practice, and uh, I just think that was beautifully put. And you can always tell when someone writes something from practice, right? That they've lived this and so they wrote it so eloquently, eloquently, so I love it. All right, I'll move on to the fourth and final thought. It is short, it is titled, Loving Life. Here it is, to genuinely fall in love with life, fall in love with breathing. That's it, (laughs) and a little PS here. I know that sounds cheesy, right? It felt cliche even writing it and speaking it now, but it's absolutely true, right? Uh, If you, Obsess over breathing, you become love, you love breathing, you just cherish it, how amazing it is that we have, you know, the most abundant resource on the planet, always available to us, right? Oxygen at all times with very little effort. Uh, yeah, it's amazing. And you just, you feel more in love with life. So that is a way to generate some optimism today, I guess. Um, all right, that is it for the four thoughts. I'll move on past that. There's a little ad in the newsletter I won't read. Okay. That brings us to the one quote for this week. Waking up is becoming more alive. The aliveness that's available to all of you is already here in this moment. It's life in the form of breathing. And that is Larry Rosenberg from his great book. I think it's Three Steps to Awakening. I'm still reading it. So awesome. I love Larry Rosenberg, one of my favorite authors. Okay, let's move on to the one answer for this week. The category is... Breathing and emotions to continue on that theme. And here is the answer. Contemplative practices like breathing, meditation, and yoga may influence emotions by increasing this neurotransmitter. What is GABA or gamma aminobutyric acid? I may have, I probably mispronounced that. Uh, Yeah, but GABA, pretty neat idea. All right. That is it for this week. Remember, breathing as a primary treatment of anxiety. So we have this wonderful gift. We can control our breath, control our emotions. Just amazing. Maybe even change our cell excitability with something as simple as the breath. That's amazing. So make sure you use that to your advantage. Remember that long passage on breathing and just all of the actual real world things it does for us, right? makes us less compulsive, you know, less prone to say things we'll regret and all of that stuff. Super amazing. Love it. Remember that 
breathing is like or breathing practice any practice for wellness treat it like brushing your teeth you know you wouldn't critique your tooth brushing you just do it every day so don't critique the practice and remember that if you want to fall in love with life this week fall in love with your breath and you will cherish life each with more with each breath you take all right thank you as always for listening i will see you next week